the Stephanie Miller Show. feels like the left wants violence because that's where this is going. We're being baited so their actions are justified. That's how it feels. Look what you mean. The more the you. left overplays their hand, the scarier this gets. Okay. okay. That's the despicable Jesse Waters. Yes. Who, um, Look what you I, made me do. You yes. made me do this yes. violence. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. you Why didn't are you making me mommy, hit you? Mommy did not want to hit you. Right. But Daddy, you made, sorry. You made mommy hit you. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay, that is the despicable Jesse Waters yep. on the equally despicable Fox News, uh, which we have our dear beloved Carl Frisch coming up. I had no idea he was defamed to this degree yes. on Fox News. It was an entire segment, essentially calling him a pedophile. Uh -huh. He was, I, I don't know if you know, we, we, we talked to, to Carl last week. He was sworn in, as many school board members around the country were, on a stack of banned books. Right. Uh, and, and banned his, LGBTQ books. He, yes, mm -hmm. Carl, obviously being gay, chose mm -hmm. LGBTQ books. But, oh my God, yeah. he had an entire segment yeah. smearing him. Yeah. And, yep. you know, about indoctrinating children and blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah, blah. I mean, I yeah, it's personal now. It's personal now. Well, but uh, but this thing, this thing we just played, Chris. It's exactly what we were saying. They feel they feel the Trump-inspired violence yep. coming again, Absolutely. and they're preemptively trying to blame the left. Exactly. Laura Ingram, who we have next here, remember on January sixth, oh, tell them to stop this. It's making us all look bad. Mm -hmm. Right. So yep. now this time they're like, oh, let's get out ahead of this and blame the left. Uh -huh. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, at this point, given what we're seeing in the courts, at the DOJ, uh -huh. and even in state AG offices, and given Democrats, Trump is Hitler rhetoric, is it not logical, at least to consider, maybe even to assume, that some on the left are hoping to spark some type no. of civil unrest? No. no. Which would be followed, of course, by a mass crackdown on civil liberties, or the declaration of maybe a nationwide emergency. All as a way, okay. a protectual way, to usher in, I don't know, nationwide mail-in voting. Oh, my oh, goodness. God forbid that. Oh, my God. Yeah, more people might get to vote again. They know they cannot win if people if, if people get to vote. Yeah. And it's it's so despicable. Because first of all, you know the story you already sent me. Head judges hear Trump supporters' violent threats in the wake of the Colorado rule. And they know this. Right, Chris? Like yeah. Fox News, those producers monitor all these right-wing cesspools. John Schneider of the Dukes of Hazard just too. called for the execution yeah. of Joe Biden. It's on one of the Twitter thingies. That oh, uh-huh. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, in just the 24 hours after the Colorado Supreme Court issued a ruling that blocked Trump from the state's electoral ballot, a flood of violent and hate-filled messages hit the judges. Uh, including, by the way, and this happened right in the wake of right Rudy Giuliani. That's the other big mm -hmm. story is being forced to pay Yay. right away. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. He should. Uh, you know, against uh, the judgment against uh, Ruby and Shay. Uh, but anyway, th this, this is. Do you remember ever since Janet Reno and they mm -hmm. put out a report saying obviously the vast majority of threats are right wing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Supremacists. And they went white nuts. supremacists here. Yes. Yeah. Right. They and went crazy over Same that. thing Chris Ray just testified last time he had to Never. testify before. Mm -hmm. Con they know that. Right. That the violence 
pretty much always comes from the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so among them, anyway, among these uh, threats, outright death threats with addresses and other personal yeah. details being widely shared, as you know, Nicole Wallace kept saying, we all know some bad is about to happen. Yep. And it, w- what are we doing to stop this? This is, I'm telling you, Fox News getting out ahead of this yeah. and going, look what the left did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, what do you call seven justices from the Colorado Supreme Court at the bottom of the ocean? Said one uh, oh, user, wow. a good start. The old uh, lawyer joke. Ha ha ha. Uh, they were posted in response to Trump's response, which is exactly mm-hmm. what, right? The, the, the uh, Giuliani judgment was about. Mm-hmm. It, you, they can directly, the, the January 6th things, they can directly connect it to things that either Giuliani or Trump has said to the threats. It's like Giuliani going, oh, there's no connection to what I said. <laughs> Sorry. Um, your microphone. The, yes, okay. they were posted in response to Trump's response right. to the right. to Colorado ruling. Uh, this ends when we kill these murders. A post on a pro-Trump forum uh, said the threats included mentions of weapons, including hollow point bullets, rifles, ropes, bombs, kill judges, behead judges, roundhouse kick a judge into the concrete. One post read. Another said slam dunk a judge's baby into the trash can. Oh, that's the pro-life that's nice. crowd, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, similar threats were targeted at Trump's perceived enemies after the FBI searched Mar-a-Lago. So essentially any attempt to... <laughs> you know enact the rule of law right his you know mm-hmm. uh, private militia is that what these all these lunatics sure. are now are gonna uh, i mean i this is i okay i uh, by the way i'm gonna guess this is the other thing fox saw a new poll can uh, showed 54 percent of americans even 24 percent of republicans approved of the colorado supreme court's decision i mean i swear to god this this country is ready to be done with him in any way that we can legally. Why isn't it higher than 54%? It should I, be. Yeah, I know. That, 80, that's, that, 80, that's what disturbs me, that it's not higher than yeah, 54%. 84% of Democrats, uh, 48% of uh, independents, but 24% of Republicans. So, you know, all these MAGA lunatics we see interviewed, I guess we have to take some solace in the you know a quarter at least of republicans yeah. are sane and want to be done with it. that's the other thing that's not I, enough that's the other thing by the way that of course you, you're not ever going to hear on fox news as we keep saying this suit was brought by republicans in colorado that's right it's republicans that, that want <sighs> anyway yeah so this whole like deep state and you know he, i think he whatever it is troth truth whatever Mm-hmm. A direct threat. You know, Joe Biden better stop this right now. But, 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 you know, Joe Biden is not behind any of this. No, he's not. These are Colorado Republicans that brought this suit. So I, anyway, I, it just, it, it, if it didn't already feel dangerous enough, and I, here's the thing I love, right? The Second Amendment is apparently, it means exactly what it says, right? You can't touch, that's the 14th Amendment? Not really. No. Oh, they didn't really mean that. That's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, woo, loosey-goosey. <laughs> I mean, read it. No, read what it sec- says. The Second Amendment doesn't even say what they think it says. No, they yeah. ignore part of that. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. Why wouldn't they ignore this part? Yeah. Uh, Joe tweets, Trump attempts a coup and the right is threatening civil war if the rest of America doesn't accept him as a legitimate presidential candidate. Let that sink in. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Where, where's the one? Oh, here it is. Okay. Because some of these, oh, this is, this is, um, Oh, John Schneider. There we go. There we go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that Bo or Luke? Oh. I, don't I don't know. Which, I never I think watched it's, the I think show. It, 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 which one was the blonde one? Oh, God. I don't He's know. He's never watched one. the show. He's the blonde So one. I have no idea. 
Uh, he oh he tagged Joe Biden. That's uh-huh. nice. That's helpful for the Secret yes. Service. Sure. Yeah. He said, Mr. President, I believe you are guilty of treason and should be publicly hung. Your son Hanged. too. Your response is dot 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 question mark. Sincerely, John Schneider. He doesn't deserve a response. Oh, well, he'll get a response from the Secret Service. Really, and Hunter Biden for being late on his taxes should be hung. Mm-hmm. Really, sure. is that ah? That's a whole new. Uh, Plus, it's hanged, not hung. Just okay. Well, hung is something yeah. very different. Yeah, I'm and, surprised and, Chris didn't get to that. Well, I'm first. I'm sure. I mean, we know Hunter Biden is hung. Yes. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Opening with a D-pig joke. <laughs> All right. Our buddy, our pal, Glenn Kirshner, uh, tweeted, so the same Supreme Court that revoked women's constitutional privacy rights to make their own reproductive health decisions will now decide whether to grant an aspiring dictator who engaged in an insurrection a constitutional right contrary to the Constitution to again hold office. That is a great point, as usual, by Glenn. You you don't have a right to be president. You don't, particularly, again, JoJo from Jurors, um, Oh, sorry. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, Robert Reich, right. I was going to say, made a great point. Billie Eilish can't run for president. She's under 35. Right. Arnold Schwarzenegger can't run for president. He was born in Austria. Donald Trump can't run for president. He engaged in and supported an insurrection. It's in the Constitution, folks. Madeleine Albright could have never been president even yeah. when she was Secretary of State because she was not a natural-born citizen. Yeah. The only problem I see with that, Uh-oh. he hasn't been convicted well, that's that's the legal right. thing that exactly, yeah, and that's the problem that I think we're going to run into. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like it, it everyone from Lawrence Tribe to uh, 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 Judge Judge Nathan Cawthorn wasn't convicted. You're innocent until proven guilty, though, and it, it, you're convicting him without due process. And that's the legal problem that we're running into here. Well, it's just like a judge ruled, adjudicated he's a rapist. A judge sure. has adjudicated he engaged yes, in injection right. based on the, you Ab- know, so. Absolutely. But right. that was a case, you know, asking whether he's a rapist or not. And the judge right. said, yes, he's a rapist. This is. So he if, hasn't been. Con- so if and when he is convicted. Then. Yes. Uh, right. Once he right. has a conviction yeah. on his record. Then I think we're in safe legal territory, but yeah. right now it's a little bit hinky. Yeah, and I'm sorry to sorry to bring I mean, the house down with is, that. But and I just well, oh, that's your job. It's just to you know block my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> we're scared. Jody and I are scared of you. We were whispering our latest way off, hoping you wouldn't right. hear us. Well, I, I mean, you know, if, if the tables were turned, the right could say that uh, Joe Biden is guilty of treason, and so he needs to be removed from office. They're already talking off. about that. Exactly. And so yeah. we, we can't allow that to Yeah, happen. well, once you've been tried and convicted by a Duke of Hazard, apparently that's right. the new legal see, case law, Chris. But see, that's what is going on here. Has anyone asked Starsky or Hutch what they think? <laughs> is, uh, David Soule is dead, isn't he? I think I, I, well, did you just kill yeah. David Soule? Did lucky, I kill David yeah, Soule? Lucky for Biden. Because, yeah. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> no, he's still with us. David Soul is still up. You have killed so many people on this show. Are you thinking of Paul Michael Glaser? His was, he, was he Starsky? Yes. yes. Okay. I don't okay. know. Let's just I move never, on. I've never so, seen an Once episode. we stumble down a 70s he's show also rat 80. hole. Is that an 80s show? Sorry. No, it was a 70s, 70s show. 70s show. Oh, okay, fine. Keep your eye on the sparrow. But here's my point. Keep your eye on the sparrow. What? Okay. Here's my point. What does Kojak think? Ko- <laughs> he is Kojak dead. is dead. He is dead. I know. Telly Savalas, Telly Savalas is, dead. is dead. Does Colombo have one more question also before dead. we close this case? <laughs> oh, dear Jesus. Cagney, Lacey, what do you say? They're both still alive. alive. Let me ask my husband, Javi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleepy. Today's my last day of show prep for a couple of weeks. Hooray! 
tonight. Tomorrow will be our last show right. before the holidays. Then we yes. have Christmas and New Year's week off. Hooray! Hooray! Happy Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Yes. Okay. Uh, anyway, I got sidetracked. Where were we? You were, you know, we were keeping our eye on the sparrow. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no, no. Okay, no. I, oh, will, I was saying whether he's convicted of right. insurrection. Right. Well, I mean, That's I'm just saying everyone from Lawrence Tribe to Judge Ludwig or on either ends. I mean, both think this is i mean i don't know i'm not a legal expert but they both think this is a, a, a you know should be upheld i know um ty cobb not the dead baseball player right you didn't kill him he died naturally are, are you sure are we oh. sure anyway but the <laughs> trump lawyer with the weird mustache right. yeah. um that, that looks like an old-timey baseball player he said he, 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 said he thinks it's gonna be nine zero in trump's favor at the supreme I don't court think it'll so nine zero in his favor i don't know I, 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 I just think the due process question is you know what I think? That's what I think. Yeah. Okay. Barb McQuaid, by the way, will be filling in, as fine Americans do, for Glenn Kirshner tomorrow, who has yes. already uh, rudely begun his vacation without us. Yes, how dare he. I've as, seen, as Bob Seska did, already rudely began without even consulting us. I've seen Barbara McQuaid on with Jonathan Lemire at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah. So she gets up early. They're like our, well, because this is a five alarm fire, as yeah. many people have said, right. Donald Trump. And so they are America's firemen right now. They're, yeah, you can turn on the TV virtually Firefighters. Firefighters. Right, right, right. That's what I meant. Firefighters. America's firefighters in this five alarm fascism fire. Mm-hmm. And we thank them. Nice they, are, they are available at any, like literally, Glenn Kirshner's 24 <laughs> 7. Yeah. So he deserves a vacation. He I'm does. sorry, I, I accused him of starting us. it too soon. A vacation from us. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> and we have our usual uh, uh, except one person, Fran, Fra, uh, Frangela and John Fuglesang tomorrow. 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 So it's a regular Friday. Uh, Doctor Doom and Carl Frisch coming. Oh boy, do we have a lot to yeah, talk yeah. to Carl Frisch about? Boy, howdy, do I tell you what? Uh-huh. Hmm. I told anyway, but I Dana, told you. yeah, Dana, I had to cancel last minute, so we are gonna. Uh, and usually everything is better, so now everything apparently will it's not be, be worse. awful. It's yeah, it'll be, be awful because awful Dana's not here. Exactly. You're gonna want to tune in yeah. for this. Oh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> she's. I think she's having a tooth owie yeah, or something. Yeah, she has an owie. She's got to be at the dentist. All right, so send some love and light to Dana's tooth. Maybe we could send Hermie, the dentist, who's <laughs> not making toys right now. <laughs> what? He got rid of it. Yeah. All right. Well, he needs to practice on someone, and we're gonna send him Dana. <laughs> a dentist? No! You're an elf. My word, what a gorgeous way to wake up. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Oh, thank you. Aww. Very sweet. Uh, yeah, Joe from Jers tweets, uh, this should be up to the American people. Let the voters decide. Republicans who tried to toss out the votes of 81 million Americans on January 6th. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Joe Joe. Yep. At Neil Katyal said, kind of ironic, Trump is saying uh, he hasn't had enough... Uh, process about whether he's an insurrectionist when he's the same guy trying to delay his criminal trials which asks exactly that very question yep. i mean he's so transparent obviously right he tells trump tells high court there's no need to rush the january 6th case against Why? him because of course not right it's so obvious at this point right delay 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 stall 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 yep yep, yep. yep. uh karen in chicago boo 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 Hello, good morning, everybody. Um, listen, I have Anita on the line, and she has a message for Chris. Okay. Uh-oh. Hi, Chris. Hi. Good morning. Hi. I just have to tell you you're wrong again, Uh-oh. because a lower, court, a lower court adjudicated whether Trump was guilty of insurrection. The, upper, the Supreme Court 
had it already had that determination when they that's what they based their decision on the fact that he committed insurrection what jack smith did is irrelevant right because Couple the lower court heard all the evidence excuse me can i point of order where are you guys <laughs> what, what, which court was this Colorado the lower court, court in Colorado. Yeah, the lower court in Colorado. Yeah, and, and the Supreme oh. Court upheld that. Yes. I'm sorry, I need the to Supreme know where court you are. Are you in Chicago or in San Antonio? What is happening? We are in, home. We are in both places. Oh. Yes, we're they're conferenced. They conferenced themselves. Oh, my job, so my job got outsourced? Is that? Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, well they know how to conference. No, you okay. don't. Yes, I did. You did it. You did it. Go ahead. She wanted to add about how Chris, how wrong Chris was. Well, well I love you, Chris. Oh, uh, I mean, several, <laughs> several, no, several but, people I listened to yesterday, like Ellie Honig, um, seems to think yes. that this may be a problem. Well, look, it's going to be the right is going to spin this any way they want. Well, Ellie Honig isn't on the right. Be afraid. You watch yeah, CNN no, 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 too no. much. I'm saying <laughs> no, but I'm saying that. But I'm also saying that. We can't worry about what they would do if it's a Democrat, okay? Because yeah. this is how we've gotten into trouble. We right. do not I, do what I, we I, need I, to do. So, I, yeah, I don't care whose party it decision. is. What it does politically, I think, is what people are concerned about. Right, right. But here's the thing. But that's not in, what the case in, is about. The case isn't about what, what this means politically. The case is about whether a man can be kept off the ballot oh, because of the You're 14th Amendment. I know that stuff. Hang on, we're but slamming everyone into a hard break, including, hang on, right hold now. on. <laughs> hold on, everybody. Slim, we're all slamming ourselves into a hard break. <laughs> and Carl Frisch coming up. Biden is not a poll-driven candidate. Now, there are candidates to get in races because they have good poll numbers and they run on the idea of electability. Uh, that's not his message. His message is that he's trying to save the country. And I think the comparison with, with uh, Trump is going to be stark and dramatic and is really going to be a, a turning point in American history. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Uh, liberal helpers, all of us. Liam tweets, if your Colorado-induced raging freedom boner lasts longer than four hours, I suggest <laughs> looking directly at any photo of Marjorie Taylor Greene. All right. That is, that, that is what Chris Lavoie is legally. He's like looking at uh, Margaret Thatcher on a cold day. Just it's, it will make your boner immediately. Uh, or Lauren Boebert, who is from Colorado. Yeah, it's true. Okay. <laughs> hey, look who's here. Carl. <laughs> Carl Frisch. Let's talk to our fancy Fairfax County school board friend, shall Carlfrisch.com. Good morning, Carl Frisch. Thank you, Denver, City by the Bay. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Exactly. Um, let me just say we love you and you are our hero. Uh, you tweeted uh, one year ago today the Respect for Marriage Act was signed into law. This law now protects marriage equality in every state in the union. Virginia advocates and LGBTQ uh, community members made this happen. They, they never gave up defending their rights and love one. Um, yep, there we go again, right? It's going to be what this election and maybe everyone will be about is, you know, does love Trump hate, right? Well, and not just hate, um, does, love, does love Trump hate? and divisiveness yeah. and bigotry um, and turning the clock back and so many other things. And I think it does, especially when you've got some judges who are willing to, you know, stick their necks out and do the right thing. 
Um, yeah. And, you know, interestingly... And, and have gotten, uh, well, de- as we talked about in the first segment, have gotten death threats mm-hmm. for their... For their uh, this yes. is the, the age we're in, the posting of, you know, names and addresses. Yeah, the and, doxing of people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it is terrifying. But they're not alone in this thinking. I mean, there are conservative legal scholars who are saying that this is an unassailable, um, you know, uh, decision. Um, uh, you know, I, and, and that's not surprising either, because if you read the Constitution, if you read the 14th Amendment, I think this is a reasonable conclusion to come to. Yeah. Um, J. Michael Luddig, who's yep. a conservative legal scholar, um, has said that this is exactly what should have happened. So we'll see if other uh, folks do it. Um, yes, are, but Chris watches Ellie oh. Honig on CNN a lot, and he says that... I think you watch a little too much confirmation bias on MSNBC, Stephanie. <laughs> Judge Luddig is a conservative giant. He's a conservative legal That's lion. That's wonderful. That's what Carl is there are out. differing. There are differing okay. opinions on this, Stephanie. I understand. Carl, my point is... Doesn't this make me is, automatically wrong. I didn't say it. I yes, said that you did, scholars Stephanie. on both sides is what Carl is pointing out. And Judge Luddig is not just a conservative scholar, Carl. He's somebody that, that everyone in the conservative legal community seems to lionize. But this is what... It, well, they did. <laughs> they did. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that'll change now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, of course. That's what I mean. It just... But, I mean, it is extraordinary that they keep, you know, this whole circular, circular argument about, oh, you know, you got to let people vote. It's like, that's exactly what this whole thing is about. We did vote. What, it, right. How does voting matter, Carl, if nobody respects... Uh, you know, you were elected with, what, 65% of the vote. I mean, it just... And it doesn't matter. State by state, Republicans are trying to undo in any way they can what the people want. Right. And when they can't do that, they seek to preemptively undo it by um, changing the rules, changing the boundaries, doing whatever they can to make it more difficult for Democrats and Democratic constituencies to win. But we've been watching this for what feels like a generation now, um, you know, and we'll see what happens with these other cases around the country. I don't think you'll get a lot more of these, um, but you never know. And, um, you know, I if, if this does not explain to us how important it is to remember this election is the most important election of our lifetime and the one after that will be the most important mm-hmm. election of our lifetime and so on. Um, and as I always say, if you can wake up the day after the election and you're not exhausted. That's right. Um, not done enough. Well, that soundbite we just played, Carl, was Stuart Stevens, who was, you know, a former Republican strategist. And but he I mean, he made a good point. Biden's too busy trying to save <laughs> democracy in the country. I mean, it, it's and and once again, the media is doing us no favors. I can't remember I was, the New York Times headline I just read. You wouldn't know that Biden is up two points in their poll. Right. <laughs> right. Right. It's just how everything is framed as how is this bad for Biden? Right. Well, I, I think since everybody ran around with their hair on fire um there's no more lighter fluid for the opposite to take place yeah um and you know this is what it's going to be like okay they are going to play up um how close things are and don't get me wrong we should always act as if we are 10 points behind and need to do everything we can to win but they're going to play these things up and then when we do well they're going to play them down so um we just need to keep our eye on the prize, and that's winning in November. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and your race is a good example. You know, it's it's you always um, you always you know because you've been a you were a strategist like you always run scared. You always run like you know we got to raise money. We got to. Uh, mm-hmm. You run scared or unopposed? 
Yeah, right. yeah, no, exactly. But you're right. The actual results in election after election have gone our way. And yet, you know, it, it does seem to be in our DNA, Democrats, right, to panic and bedwet and think, oh, my God. I mean, and the media is going to be slower to realizing how they have to cover campaigns going forward. Mm-hmm. Polling is becoming more and more difficult. There are a lot of concerns that AI may hurt polling down the road because mm-hmm. you might be able to spoof uh, calls. Um, and so we won't be able to rely simply on that information. And we're already seeing that in election results across the country, right? Where Democrats are far outperforming what they should have. Look at the 2022 elections. They're doing better than polling in almost every race that happens. And so um, at some point, the media is going to have a reckoning where they have to understand that the polls that they hyperventilate uh, over month after month after month don't mean what they used to mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's one more. Stuart Stevens, just to get your take. You know, I was raised, as you know. Yeah. I love it. You know, in 2012, when I was working for Romney on Election Day, Romney and Obama both had 50 percent favorables. I don't think we're going to see anything like that again for a very long time. So I think part of the coverage of this is based on a sort of outdated uh, world in which 70 percent of the opposing party doesn't believe the president is legal so once you don't believe the president is a legal president what what can you say well okay he's not legal but he's doing a good job on inflation or he's not i mean it's there's no message that's going to reach these people um i actually think biden is going to win by a larger margin than he did last time and i think it's actually going to be an easier race yeah i yeah i get i get uh, nervous that <laughs> I just don't want anyone to get complacent because I, I think that too. But I, I, you know, it is, I guess it's terrifying that like, here's another example, Carl, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick raised the prospect of taking Joe Biden off the ballot in Texas as an apparent act of political revenge for Donald Trump. I mean, this entire party has just become Donald Trump's defense team, whether he quotes Hitler, however he breaks the law, whatever comes out, they just, I mean, it, it's, it, it really is extraordinary. Well, he told us this is how it was going to play out, right? That he could go down to Fifth Avenue and kill yeah. somebody, and he, the jury would let him. His a jury of his supporters would let him off. So he knew this <clears throat> way back. Um, we're still reconciling with it or reckoning with it, um, and you know, ultimately, um, I think what it's going to come down to is whether or not, you know, I don't trust the polling because I don't believe that people only say when they say the country's not headed in the right direction we always assume that's economic and while there are certainly economic indicators that that the administration and congress needs to work on i honestly believe that one of the things that drives anxiety and polling and feeling that things are on the wrong track is the worries about our democracy and the perception that we're on the precipice of of doom right yeah and so that creates a sense in people that things are not okay and that's reflected in the polling yeah regardless of how they feel about the economy doing for them right now yeah no that's a great that's a great point i you know i believe children are the future i don't know if I i've ever you. mentioned yeah. that to you Once carl or twice carl but uh, i believe right the back. children are our future ah uh, but you know i, I don't know if we played the audio of this young activist you know that was talking directly to the mom for liberty right mm-hmm. that just got caught in the three-way you know he was there at the uh, you know don't say gay bill signing and you know was in a, a whatever three-way but i mean he just you know it, he was fantastic mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean just and he said we're not judging you by the way for having gay sex we're, we're judging you for i mean for I, being a hypocrite yeah, yeah. i feel like the kids the kids are all right 
Am I just going to quote every movie and, and song, song in the last? Yes, yes, I am, Carl. In the past seventy yeah. years, I, I think ChatGPT can probably pull some more kid references for you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my point, Carl, is shake, 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 shake the groove thing. <laughs> well, I, you know, the good news is that you've got students all over the country that speak at school board meetings, and if you ever want to be inspired, all you have to do is watch them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, just, I, I don't know which. Uh, I forget it was this gay website posted this, but. <laughs> I got. I have to save this for Frangelo tomorrow too. But I watch this gay Trump supporter get the shock of his life when he realized Republicans are homophobic. Um, <laughs> I mean, I. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. On Sunday, gay Trump supporter Rob Smith had a rude awakening when he discovered the MAGA party is full of racists and homophobes. Who could have guessed? Uh, he. <laughs> tweeted last night in phoenix i was confronted and surrounded by some white supremacists that don't like gays or blacks in the republican party they shouted n-word and uh, f-word oh, for yeah. gay man at me to make the point however i served in iraq i never backed down ever um and this uh, the, the the gay publication said this is a perfect example of why you shouldn't align yourself with a political party that believes you are subhuman uh smith is a spokesperson for turning point usa an organization that pushes conservative beliefs in schools um, he shared the video taken of the incident. So he's walking into a bar. Uh, things begin to take a turn. The crowd of men starts shouting gay sex. At first, he pumps his fist in the air along with them, but then tries to joke that Nick Fuentes loves gay sex, the uh, uh-huh. right-wing guy. That that quickly escalates. Men can be heard shouting the F word at him. Uh <laughs> Yeah, and anyway, this is the gay publication. It says, we hate to break it to you, but conservatives have been shouting racial and homophobic slurs at people for decades. You can't expect niceties from Trump supporters who welcome white supremacists yeah. with open arms. I mean, it's just, we talked to Frangel about this all the time. They're every kind of ist. They all, it all goes together, <laughs> right? Generally, yeah, when it's, it's racist, they're also homophobic and misogynistic and you name it, right? Well, and again, it's cruelty is the point. Mm-hmm. Cruelty is the point. It is their punchline in everything they do. Um, and you know, that's what they've devolved into. Yeah. Yeah. They really are. They're just adult bullies. Like we all went through it, you know, as kids, I think. And it's, uh, uh, I'm sorry, you know, that you've been the victim of that as well. And you, you know, what takes a lot of courage is running for school boards. Right. It's not talking about it as doing something. And, uh, there's a reason that, you know, you got more votes than anybody in history. And so, uh, anyway, honey, we're proud of you for that. Yes. We really are. We are. Yeah. And we love you and have Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa yes. to you. Yes. As well, all of the things. Have a, <laughs> have a super woke and inclusive uh, holiday that will piss the right off. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> you got to go decorate the um, non-denominational holiday bush. So. <laughs> is that what the kids are calling Today it? is the winter solstice. It is. That's it what is I, happy solstice. That's what I call mine. Yes. All right. Love you, Carl. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, we'll see Carl. you in weeks. Bye. There he goes. Remember, you heard it on this channel first. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Fifty-four minutes after the hour. Guess what we're getting for Christmas? What? A new strain of COVID. Ha <laughs> ha! Ray. We'll talk. We'll talk to Doctor uh, Redletter about that in just a couple of minutes. What is this one called? Uh, oh my J1 God! N1 something. something. Dear Jesus, I don't. It's a variant of a subvariant it's, of the original Omicron variant. It's COVID with extra COVID berries. There, there you, you go, go with crunch berries. Yes. Did you actually have Christmas crunch berries for dinner? I had I had Christmas crunch for dinner last night. Yes. Uh, I'm not proud. Well. It's and nor, that's a nor perfectly acceptable dinner. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, David uh, uh, tweeted, so my hospital is finally reinstated COVID, reinstating COVID PCR testing on every patient being Good. admitted, which should give you a clue as to how bad things are getting again. Uh, yet most people are totally, totally oblivious while uh, uh, plaque coughing is everywhere. Uh, and don't, don't be like plaque that. Plaque coughing? Yeah, it's productive coughing. Oh, it oh got me, it. Okay. Just hor- saying it makes me go... Horking up lung butter. Yes. Right. Okay. Oh, there you go. What? See, that's even worse. What? Lung butter. All right. Christopher, uh, who uh-oh. said... Uh-oh. Hold on. I'm driving over a road where it's almost all paper. <laughs> you know, you can see paper. I know paper. I know cans. Adolf Hitler? Close. That was a good guess. Okay. Close. You're getting less wrong by the moment. <laughs> You know, Jody, I said to you, I don't, sometimes I read something he said and then I watch the clip and it does not make any more, do we have 18? It does not make any more sense when you hear it. No. Okay. I'm driving over a road where it's almost all paper garbage. And you know, you can see paper. I know paper. I know cans. What does that mean? He knows words. He knows words. And he knows paper. And he knows cans. Barely knows words. What the actual... Is and he, what does a president every, have to do with that? Every episode is WTF Donnie now. Yeah. Every, mm-hmm. I remember it used to be a little game show we had. <laughs> now it's every every day. It's like, what the actual is he even vaguely talking about? Yeah. That's when you know, you're grateful when we stumble into a Hitler club. You're like, oh, I know what that means. That's from Hitler. Oh, at least that made sense. Oh, God. Okay, here, let's play compare and contrast. Here is the an actual president of the actual United States. By the way, so far, we've created 14 million new jobs, more jobs in three years than any president has created in four years in history. <laughs> this is a fundamental break from trickle-down economics, economics that supercharged my, my uh, was, was supercharged by my predecessor, the guy who thinks we're polluting the blood of Americans these days. He cut taxes for the wealthy and big corporations, shipped good-paying jobs overseas, shrank public investment in infrastructure and education. We used to have the number one infrastructure in the world. Now we're number 16 or 17. We're changing that. Yes. Thank you, President Biden. Oh, look, it's a love tweet for us, Chris. Christine says, uh, Donald Trump to America as Buffalo Bill. Curtain of fascism van helped me roll up this fascism carpet. Oh, my God, Steph, I'm dying laughing. You're welcome. I get this couch in the van. Get in the van. Get in, get in the fascism van. <laughs> okay. I'll oh. lift this fascism couch. <laughs> Look, Karen in Chicago was smashed into a hard break without a helmet, and she lived to tell. Hi, Karen. Wow. You're, ba- you're back. I have my helmet on now because um, yes. I'm yes. going into another one. But, Chris, mm. first of all, let me just say, I'm hearing the same things that you're hearing. I love you dearly. Um, we all love Chris. Thing. I, I, you um, know, I, I listen to both sides. Yeah, no, 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 I do. But here, this is this is who I'm choosing to believe um, is uh, constitutional scholars like Lawrence Tribe and Judge Ludig and also Mark Elias, who is, you know, of course, uh, doing all... But they're all people that you agree with. Yeah, and I'm dying to get Mark Elias on, by the way. He is a democracy hero. But, um, yeah, it's the makeup of this Supreme Court. I'm not confident like you aren't, Chris. I don't, you know, I'll be happy if they rule the right way, but... We'll see. Dr. Doom next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
last year at this time, we were seeing something similar, except it was actually worse already. At the end of November, the heads of children's hospitals were calling on the Biden administration to declare a state of emergency because of how terrible that situation was. And then back during the peak of Omicron, beds were also full. And so we're seeing something not unlike what we saw in previous years. And again, the numbers are not as bad yet as in, as in those previous two seasons. Well, that's a little bit of good news. Uh, Dr. Ra Wen on uh, CNN, one more. And I know that hospitals are all getting their preparedness plans ready to try to increase capacity. But I would say that also puts the onus on us as well um, as individuals, because so many people who have not yet gotten vaccinated for example, um, are able to do so. The vaccination rates for the flu lag well behind what they were last year. Yeah, uh, have we ever mentioned that, that you should maybe get vaccinated one more? And when you look at the updated COVID shot, only about a third of people 65 and older have gotten that vaccine. That includes nursing home residents. Only about a third have gotten the updated COVID shot. So there's a lot that we as individuals can be doing to try to prevent hospitals from getting overwhelmed as well. Yeah. Okay, if only there was someone that's been telling us that for a thousand eleven billion years. Doctor, if I'm going to get bad news, I want it from him because he's very handsome. Dr. Irwin Redletter joins us now. MSNBC medical expert. Dr. Irwin Redletter. Here he became Dr. Doom. Dr. Irwin Redletter is the founding director of the National Center for Disaster Preparedness and senior research scholar. Dr. Oh, doctor, if only you'd ever mentioned that, that perhaps people should get vaccinated. It's um, nice that they have a vaccine, isn't it? I yeah. just uh, realized that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, bad news, you know, c- cases of COVID increasing just in time for the holidays, the busy travel season, all that. I can't even keep track. This is a new strain, Doc, called JN1, a descendant of BA286. Yeah. If you're keeping your bingo card at home, uh, <laughs> both are part of the Omicron lineage. You tweeted, I'm keeping an eye on the new JN1 variant that's now responsible for more than a quarter of infections. How serious? We're not sure yet. I know many of us are somewhat protected by previous vaccines and having had COVID, but hospital cases and deaths are still high. So, you know, as Dr. Wen just said, certainly older people really need to get or anybody compromised should get vaccinated to ASAP, right? It's incredible to me that especially older people. Yeah. Really, from the beginning, people over 65 were just dying and getting hospitalized at a rate much higher than the general population. And then we went into this lull thinking that it's over. Oh, wait a minute. It's not over. We're getting like, I don't know, 15,000 hospitalizations a week and something on the order of 1,000 to 1,500 fatalities a week. Almost all in unvaccinated older people. Yeah. You know, grandma is getting COVID, and sometimes they're not getting through it. And yeah. uh, this is a message, you know, we've talked about this, uh, Stephanie, many, you know, many, many times before, yeah. as you pointed out. And the thing that's mysterious to me is it's not clear what doctors or public health experts or the CDC is supposed to put out there as a message yeah. that would encourage people to do the right thing for their own health and the health of others. It's, yeah. it's really, well, an inc- it's like a phenomenon of our time yeah. here. And that by the way, disbelief of science mm-hmm. and medicine has become really like an epidemic itself. And that's something mm-hmm. that we could look to Trump 
and social media yeah. and general BS in the atmosphere. You are right. It's, it is another epidemic, epidemic in a sense. You know, and I was going to say, Doc, your point about uh, the elderly is well taken as, you know, someone that just lost my beloved 100-year-old mom this year, not not of COVID, but, you know, the body can't, at older ages, can't fight off infections, you know, Correct. as well. And that's why it gets very serious. I mean, I, uh, I was saying my um, bike buddy, my friend, he just went to a funeral last last weekend for someone from COVID, um, and actually, in that case, not someone someone younger than us. You know, I have a friend that's it's been she's been three weeks recovering from this uh, this uh, last you know bout with COVID. Um, talk to us about. I know uh, one doctor said I think the good news is most patients we're seeing have most have milder symptoms. It's more like a that mimics cold symptoms, right? Like Chris and I had the you know you lose your right. smell and taste yeah. one. They're saying that's less prevalent it's more just right. like upper respiratory stuff that's true and uh there's a difference between most and what your personal risk is yeah so if you look at the general population the the really COVID is rampant it's all over the place but most people get sick they may get a fever they are by the way out of work or out of school which affects all sorts of things but yeah. there is this number that keeps fluctuating a little bit, but we have now a chronic situation where people who are older, uh, their immune systems may not be working properly. If they get especially a new strain, yeah, uh, they will have a chance of not surviving this illness. Listen, the way to put this um, in some ways, Steph, is this is not a cold. It's not just a bad cold, yeah. and it's not a bad cold, especially if you're in one of those high-risk categories. Yeah, And I think that's what's not really uh, sinking in for whatever reason. And, um, and part of it, you know, you must say, is some level of confusion in messaging coming out of uh, government, yeah. even the CDC. Uh, Mandy Cohen, the, the CDC director, is trying to reverse that and reestablish confidence in her agency which is the main agency dealing with this but it's an uphill climb it's yeah. really it's well, really tough let's uh reiterate to people uh, covid vaccine still your best defense uh, updated shops available to tackle all circulating variants variants the new vaccine is supposed to protect against this new jn1 um, go to vaccines.gov. You can find a you know a COVID shot near you because I think you're right. It's just the COVID exhaustion is real. People just you know I, I think it's as you always said you know when people say oh I'm done with it I'm done with COVID it's like well COVID's not done with us <laughs> because of that yep. attitude you know um, yes. Yep. Uh, yeah, and they're talking still basic hygiene, hand washing, wearing a mask if you're in crowded spaces. I mean it, you know yeah obviously yeah, works. Yeah. Yeah, I, know, uh, I, I was, who, who, so we have, you know, it, it's funny in, in the West, in the United States, we do have, we're, we're in a special position. We, you know, life is generally safe. It's safer than in the Middle East or it's safer than in many indigent parts of the world where people do anything to get appropriately vaccinated. Here, yeah. we have it available and we're ignoring it. Yeah. It's like the indulgence of you know the wealthier countries where we could say we could be flippant about it no yeah. i'll probably be okay well, i'm not you know, gonna worry about my, it my girlfriend just yeah. landed at an airport and she was saying i could tell people were she was, she was the only one wearing a mask and she said i could tell people were like maga people were smirking at me and you know that's the other epidemic of which you speak that you just have to learn to be immune to that you know it's none of anybody's business 
<laughs> yeah, you know, you you haven't lived to have gotten on an elevator, crowded elevator, and you're the only one wearing a mask. Yeah, and you're looked at like you like you are some kind of freak, uh, yeah. paranoid lunatic, uh, and you got to not care. Yeah, one last one. You uh, Paxlovid, because uh, mm-hmm. I know Jody, you took it, I took right? It. Mm-hmm. I know they're saying that that can really help. Uh, it helped me. Yeah lessen and, and shorten uh, if you do, if you are diagnosed? Uh, Paxlovid, yeah. Paxlovid can help. Definitely mm-hmm. can help. It's got complications that mm-hmm. are exaggerated if you're taking a certain kind of medicines like blood thinners. And blood But then you just adjust too. down those yeah. blood thinners. Yeah. You know, um, and a lot of people, older people are on blood thinners. You've, you can deal with that. About 2% of people who take Paxlovid will feel better, but then there'll be a rebound. Yeah, uh, rebound. Yeah, which I, is by so the way, much better than getting really right. sick. You know? Yeah, one of my best friends I'm supposed to get together with tomorrow, <laughs> and she's got had COVID. She's testing negative now, but she's still coughing. Should I? What do you think, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> I think you should come visit me in New York instead. Okay, good idea. All right, let's talk <laughs> about uh, other stuff you said about Congress must not recess, which they did, right? With, uh, without assuring funding for uh, Ukraine. You said a thriving democracy in Putin's violent crosshairs. Ukraine's courage and sacrifice is literally keeping us from needing to deploy 200,000 or more uh, in additional U.S. troops. I don't know what people don't get about this is in the interest of the United States as well. Um, you just said Putin is now stepping up massive attacks on Ukraine's infrastructure, creating hellish con- uh, conditions for children and families who will suffer uh, dearly, um, dearly in this bitter winter weather. Uh, help us provide generators, wood-burning stoves, and winter clothes for kids. Uh, this is some of the great work you're doing at UCAP. It's the the Winter RX program. Just tell us about yes, that. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And, uh, you know, what happens is, so Russia is very aware of what it's doing, of course. So it, it attacks the, the infrastructure, meaning that the sources of electricity and power are knocked out. That means no heating, no electricity. Schools have to close because they're freezing, and it's a problem. So one of the remedies until this war can be over is providing the things that people need to get through the winters. So we're providing some larger uh, generators for schools and a lot of smaller yeah. generators uh, for individual houses and winter clothes for children, and uh, you know, we, you can't you can't get enough of this stuff. And uh, we're working like crazy now at UCAP to try to make sure uh, that we can keep as many people from suffering the the ravages of winter in Ukraine as much as we possibly can. And, I, I see President know, Zelensky is looking approvingly at you behind from behind you. <laughs> there, that painting is beautiful. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, you mean back here? <laughs> yes, Which President is why. Zelensky's giving you a thumbs up. <laughs> I, I'm feeling like a little squeamish right now. But, you know, this thing with, by the way, with the, the Congress going on recess, well, first of all, I think you're being too harsh. They, they, they're very tired. They are very, very tired. Even though they passed just 27 bills for the entire yeah. freaking year, yeah. the least amount of actual congressional work in the history of mankind for the U.S. Congress, it's it's appalling to me. Yeah, uh, you know, got to just, see a picture of Hunter Biden's penis. Yeah. I mean, that's not nothing, Tom. Yeah, well, you know, and that's not nothing. you got to think about that at home. You can't really think about that in the Capitol. Anyway, uh, I'm uh, profoundly disappointed yeah. with I don't blame you. The House of Representatives, and but can you I know, just say we'll I fix love that in November. Yeah, Next I November, love... we'll fix all that. Yep, exactly. Fix all that in November. Uh, Doc, I, can I just say I love your, you know, 
not just love for children, but just, you know, that you're over there really trying to help on the ground. But also what you wrote this week, you know, because I thought with between the Middle East and uh, it's just all so heartbreaking. You said children who experience war anywhere at, are at risk of carrying hatred for the enemy and a perceived need for revenge into the next generation. That predictably translates into a self-perpetuating cycle of war that never ends. That's why supporting children impacted by war must be a priority along with teaching them how and why the perpetuation of violence can and must be avoided. Um, boy, we need that message now more than ever, right? We do, we do, and uh, I really, I, you know, we're, we're working very hard in Ukraine. We're deeply aware of what's happening uh, in other parts of the world in, in terms of the places they're getting, they're getting a lot of attention. They deserve to, like the Middle East. Yeah. But I just, this is just a reminder that those are not the only two hotspots where civilians and children are suffering and suffering, uh, including in South Sudan uh, and in Yemen, where children are starving everywhere in that country, and Syria, where the where the civil war never ends and the violence of the Assad regime against civilians. And just people, just be aware of the fact that the world is filled with violence, and the type of val- uh, violence that becomes generational this is what i was writing about you can't imagine what you kill my children i'm going to kill your children well then the children grow up and then you know the same thing keeps happening and we're going to have to figure out how to stop that cycle yep absolutely doc uh merry christmas hanukkah to you (laughs) thank you uh, (laughs) thank you you too and to all of you guys and let's hope for the best for next year happy holidays we'll do that yeah we'll see you in january All right. All right. There it goes. We've linked to to his fantastic organization if you want to help. The left roars back. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Yeah, but what if you move like a, a bag of knives being thrown against a wall? Or a Swiss Army knife with every attachment open. Yeah. That's my dance. I don't know if I'd love You're the welcome. way you move. Fine. Uh, <laughs> Steve tweets, hey, Steph, your guy who owns the show that's trying to kill you for life insurance money needs a different profession. He's not a very good assassin. <laughs> He's trying, though. You can't blame him. No. He's been trying for 20 years. Mm. Look, you know, he only has to get it right once, like most terrorists. True. You almost did it on the road between Boulder and Denver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good try. Hey, mm-hmm. speaking of people we've known a long time, Jan and Amherst. Remember Jan and Jan Am- Amherst? Up to transit from Lackport, my yeah. hometown. Hey, Jan, how you doing? He's a he's a right-wing gay. Do I really, do really sound like that? You kind of do. Yeah, kind of. How, how, are, how are things? How are things up to transit? Oh, very well, thank you. How are things with you guys? Fantastic. I just caught you now. I didn't realize you were on progress. So you'll be hearing from me again. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Yes. Still sarcastic as always. That's okay. Well, I want to ask you something. In your your wild, wild world of experts that you have out there with COVID, I'm going to ask a simple thing. I'm sorry, wild, wild world of what? Experts that you have regarding COVID. COVID. Oh, you mean mean like doctors and people with medical degrees? No, no. Yeah, yeah, those kind of people. Uh I want to ask you something. Yes, okay. 
have you, has there ever been a case of someone who didn't get vaccinated, got COVID, and got COVID again? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Just like a like a like a flu vaccine, it doesn't completely protect you from the disease, but it mitigates the 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 damage that it does from being hospitalized or dying. What I'm saying is that natural immunity works far better than anything. No, it does not. What's your research? Show me your research on this, John. 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 John, what's your I'm research asking, on this? No, wait a minute. I'm asking a question. What's your research? I don't know any experts. Exactly. You don't. Because you're not a doctor. You're not a pathologist. You don't study diseases. So you probably need to listen to the people who actually do. Well, I guess the simple question, I mean, you don't have to be so acerbic. I'm asking you a simple I'm a, question. I'm a, I'm a acerbic this morning. Has anyone ever got Very all that? Yeah, I know you are. That's okay. great. You know, John, deal I, with it. How, how, how do we get rid of polio? No, how do we get rid of... I, 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 no, natural immunity does not work as well as... Vac right, you know what? We, we got rid of measles until anti-vaxxers got a hold of things, and then measles came back because people weren't getting vaccinated. No, in the United States. Yes, no, in, the in the United States, States. yes. In the United States. I don't, know, I don't know what you don't understand about the question I asked. I got COVID. All right, I got it. Okay. I got COVID, too. Listen, Thanks. I'm a liberal helper. I got it after I was vaccinated. He's about to hit the Skijakota Expressway. Yeah. I don't want to, you know. To drive off oh. into Lake Erie. It's, you know, not a day before vacation. I, mean, I haven't heard from John in God knows how long. <laughs> not now. Mommy's in vacation mode. 29 minutes after the hour. Stephanie Miller Show. And now on January 1st, Carl will officially take over as the board chair. The only problem? Well, one of many, Carl doesn't have any kids. So? He has a partner, Evan, who you saw holding the stack of filthy books. Evan's a school choir director in Fairfax, but they have no kids. Why is a Media Matters maniac with no children invested in his local school curriculum like this? Because he wants good people to... Okay. Oh, my God. We wanted to... Have a little separation front because I'm I, I'm gonna have a hard time keeping my own FCC license today. Mm -hmm. uh, I had no idea. I thought it was one snarky mention of our dear friend Carl Frisch on Fox News. It was an entire segment yep. where uh, and he uh, understandably didn't want to talk about this because it, it, this it's and by the way, Chris, you remember I had to call the FBI mm -hmm. when I was on when they targeted me That's on right. Fox News. That's right because of a death threat. Yeah. And so it, it is. It unfortunately, just starts the cycle all over right. again. If he replies, and it, right. it uh, but I, I was shocked because of course I don't watch Fox News. I did not realize how. I mean, first of all, how horrible to say you, nobody without children can serve on a school board. No one cares about children. That do, I that's, mean, that's the argument of not paying your property taxes. Right. If you don't have, if I don't, I don't have children. I pay my property taxes so that yeah, the me people too. that have right. children can send them to their exactly. school. Yeah. I anyway, mean, this despicable Jesse Waters did an entire segment with this Republican Virginia delegate. Mm -hmm. First of all, as we mentioned, Carl Frisch, they even mentioned one with 65% of the vote. Right. He is doing an amazing job. That's why he got they, elected again. Right, and he's now the, the uh, head of the, the school board because he did such a great job. He got exactly. reelected overwhelmingly. And I just, you know how I am, Chris. I can call you any name in the book. Yes. 
when other people come after you. I mean, <laughs> that's different. That's I, seriously. I am. We'll go, Mama Grizzly, on your ass. I and I the do the fact, same. I do the same for you. When people I know, come for I you on online, I I I know, I, I know. I know. That's what I mean. It's like it, Carla's family. Yes. I I was enraged just reading these uh-huh. sound bites, Jody. I was like. Mm-hmm. I, also, the story we just did about these Colorado judges being targeted mm-hmm. with death threats from these right-wing lunatics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, anybody that, that, you know, opposes, you know, or is becomes an enemy of the right. And I am, okay, I don't even want to, I, I, I mean, I'm going to lose my shizzle. You know, please. I don't even know what to say. I, I just, if anything happens to Carl, for I swear to God, like I, this is, I, 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 I'm not a litigious person, but I'm like, oh my God! You can see why Ruby and Shay did what they did, mm-hmm. and good for this judge that ordered Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani to immediately start paying. Yep. There has got to be consequences, uh, not just for violence than the January sixth mm-hmm. defendant's case, but uh, you know, monetary. You can't. And Fox News, they will never learn, I guess. Whether it's Dominion, they just pay billions of dollars and they they continue to target and smear and lie. Right. And it's how many people are dead of COVID that we just talked about because of their stupid lies and misinformation they put mm-hmm. out. But I, so. And there was no reason to bring his boyfriend into it. No, either. it's d- no. despicable. Uh, right. Car- Carl is the public figure just by virtue of being on the school board. Right. His boyfriend is not. And, there and was by no the way, it, it, what did he call it? He said dirty, but they're not dirty no, books. No, they're not. These are, these are LGBT themed books. Right. And a lot of school board members around the country Book, swore right. on stacks of banned books to make a point. Right. Books like The Bluest Eye, which I read in high school. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. I was lucky enough to read books, uh, Tony Morrison books in yeah. high school. Yeah. So a lot of kids aren't because they've been banned. Yeah. I just, I hate to put this out here, but you just have to see how despicable this was. And why is this man insisting the curriculum be so sexualized? He's not. He's not, he's not a parent. He's not a stakeholder. He's an activist. A stakeholder in the community. Think that guy's going to boost test scores? He's not there for yes. that. Yes, he did. You know exactly what he's there for. What is oh that? my God! Implying that he's a pedophile. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just—it's uh, so beyond the pale. And I know Chris, because I don't clearly my bl- mommy's blood pressure. I don't watch Fox News anymore. Right. Of exactly that. That I wouldn't, even if it's not someone I know and love. It is just beyond despicable what they're doing. I, we just we played you know drops of Waters and Laura Ingram at the top of the show. They're preemptively trying to get out in front of whether it's the Colorado or Supreme Court ruling saying the left is going to engage in violence. They're trying to get out in front of knowing that the vast majority, as Chris Ray and anybody else has told us, is from violent right-wingers. The, the, the uh, vast majority of threats in this country, and you can see why. This is a, here is a guy Carl Frisch who wants loves Kim wanted to you know serve on his school board yeah. instead of and by the way yes he was a political strategist for years but a lot of people instead of talking about it said you know I'm going to do something That's right. I'm going to run for something That's and right. it and had the courage to do it and won overwhelmingly and this is what he gets for it yeah he's an alphabet crusader what you don't hear a lot about improved math science reading scores you don't hear that. You just hear about graphic porn novels that the kids must read. Not they must understand them, and everybody must be tolerant of that. Is there any outrage at all at the local level, or is this basically now long gone? This guy won with 65% of the vote in yeah. his district. Oh, my God. Here's <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Because the people yeah. of his district wanted him there. Exactly. I, this guy they said- don't have to listen to idiots like jesse waters yeah he said if you can pull your kids out of school 
Really? <laughs> really? Because because Carl Frisch won with 65%. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you think it's it's odd that a guy with no children wants to be on the school board? No. no. Okay. <laughs> Every time we bring up stuff like this, we get people like us get called divisive. Right? Yeah. We're being divisive. We're being why. outrageous. I'm telling you right now, within two to three years, we're going to see prominent elected Democrats and prominent Democrat college professors advocating... For the idea that pedophilia is not a perversion, it's a preference. No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is the oldest trope in the book, yep. Chris. Mm-hmm. And, and it, okay, because I don't, I don't even have the statistics in front of The vast, huge majority of, of pedophiles are straight-identified men. Mm-hmm. They're not, okay. This is like this despicable, like every gay guy must somehow be a pedophile that, it, that is just beyond. Okay. Yeah, there are more pedophiles leading churches than there Thank are you. leading Thank school Thank you. Boards. Meanwhile, every story that you find almost about pedophiles is some it's right a, wing, whatever. Church blah, leader blah, blah, or blah, youth church group guy. leader yes. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're not pedophiles. They're minor attracted persons. Oh, and you're going to start oh to see God. this become more common. Now, when I no, say that not. now. Everyone says, I'm being divisive. I'm being hyperbolic. Yes, you are. But if five years ago I had told you that there was going to be an active push to keep these sort of pornographic materials in your children's public school library. Tony Morrison is not pornographic. They're being ridiculous. Nobody wants to do that. And then they would gaslight you the moment that you proved that they did want to do it. So that's where we're at right now. And the message I have for parents is show up to your school board and get upset. Yeah, people did show up, and they voted for Carl Frisch Thank exactly. overwhelmingly. The most votes anyone's ever gotten uh, in that sco- on that school board, mm-hmm. and uh, overwhelmingly reelected. It's what it. What? Yeah, I love this. Uh, he wrote on social media. Frisch went out of his way to insult Fairfax County's people of faith no, Wednesday night. Are, are you kidding? First of all, these books are not porn. No. They banned Amanda Gorman's poem uh-huh. in one school. You know, it, it, it's. I don't even know the names, Chris. Of the, the they're about diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. They're not any even even vaguely porn. Uh, anyway, or they but, tell stories of people that maybe aren't like you. Yeah. By the way, I just thought, given what he, that idiot just said, uh, he went out of his way to insult people of faith. Two headlines we talked about in the last couple of days: priests can bless same-sex unions. The Pope says, Finally. and Pope is evicting a, a viciously anti-LGBT cardinal from uh, his Good. home and yanking his Good pay. Good for Pope Frank. Really? So, yeah. Is is the Pope uh, insulting the religion of mm-hmm. Fairfax County parents? You moron! Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there's there's a war brewing in the Catholic Church in America because of that. There oh yeah, is. yeah. yeah. So I, it, it's it's not cut and dried. One last one with this idiot. If you can, pull your kids out of schools oh, because geez. that guy yeah, won with help. 65% of yeah. the vote, and he's not done. Right, and if, and if guys without kids want to be on the school board, I'm sure there, there's plenty of good people out there that are invested like that, but a lot of them aren't insisting on swearing in on a copy of Lawn Boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, where, that's where you know something's not right. Paul, thanks so much. Paul, his name is not Paul, by the way. His name is Nick, the guy yeah. he was talking right. to. So Way Jesse to go, didn't even Jesse. Know. You suck as a host. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He said, Carl first getting sworn in on a stack of kiddie porn he wants kids to he access didn't. without mm. parents or knowledge or approval is perfectly on brand for Fairfax County School. Oh, my God. Again, not kiddie porn. Nope. I, I mean, I, okay. I can't. You know what? I just, I, I even reading those, Jody. I was I'm not sorry. prepared to digest the level of stupidity and homophobia mm-hmm. and hatred and just uh, okay is moronitude is that a word yes it is now <sighs> leave my friend alone
I swear to God, it's just, you know, in, in this threat environment, as you probably all know, this is serious. Yes. This gets serious, you know, and involves law enforcement at certain points. And it, I, I don't even know what to say. I guess this is the problem. You know, when they have this much money, they just keep paying off, mm-hmm. whether it's defamation or the big lie about, uh, you know, the election. And, and and this is, where is I, 16? This is what we were talking about. Uh, oh, uh, I'm sorry, no, 15, just because it's still Jesse Waters right. last night. It feels like the left wants violence because that's where this is going. We're being baited so their actions are justified. That's how it feels. Yeah. The more the left overplays their hand, right. the scarier this gets. Yeah, and by the left, he means the Republicans who brought this right. suit in Colorado to get uh, Trump off the ballot. You cannot talk about this being deep state, Joe Biden, Democrat persecution, election interference. It's all Republicans. Mm-hmm. All the people that are going to testify against Trump, they're going to send him to prison, are Republicans that worked for him. The people that started this in, in Colorado, Republicans. I mean, it, it, it's, yeah, that's the left trying to start violence. Oh, my God. Sue in Rockville. Hello, Sue. Oh, wow. (laughs) First of all, letting them talk, they expose their own hypocrisy. Because he specifically says, oh, our kind of people don't have to have children to run for school board. Yeah, meaning, yeah, not not homos, but yeah, right. Exactly. So the hypocrisy, (sighs) I just sent you... Um, 800 Republicans who've already been charged with either perversion or pedophilia. I'm sending yeah. it to you literally now. Um, so that's right. But I do want to speak very calmly to your caller about COVID. Yeah. Because having the vaccine and being up to date like me and Peter doesn't guarantee you won't get it, right. but it does kind of guarantee you won't die from it. Exactly. Because 98% of deaths COVID deaths are from unvaccinated people or elderly people who had other conditions. So we can't, just like you uh, you said before, I didn't Chris, the flu This is why so many people are dead, because morons like that, Mm -hmm. calling in talk radio going, natural immunity is better than a dead vaccine. Never listen to someone who hasn't studied diseases for a living. If you want to play Russian roulette with your health, and having, getting something and hoping your body is strong enough to fight it and conquer it, yeah. be my guest, but just stay out of my group situation because yeah. this new variant, you know, Peter was sick two weeks ago, but I didn't get it, even though we're completely the same. And, you know, this thing spreads, but what's happening is those of us who are vaccinated are having mild symptoms. We take older people like us, take Paxlovid if we need it, which mitigates the symptoms. And then we move on in our lives, and we're fine until they tell us to get another vaccine. And we will continue to do that. And going back to the polio And the only reason we have to keep having new vaccines is because of morons like John. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because they didn't get vaccinated in the first place. And then, you know, now we have this variant and that variant. And and on and on we we go. We could have conquered it. There yeah. are a million we could have, dead yes. people. We could have eradicated people it. like John. Yeah. You know, there are a million dead people. My friend Joe died in March of 20, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I There's mean, I, I, died, um, so. when there was no, when there were no vaccines, he went to get his, this just to tell you, he went to get his two daughters out and he drove to New York City to bring them home to, to Maryland because he thought they would be safer. 
They were, but while he was in New York, he picked up the COVID. Mm. And again, without a vaccine, he perished, and he was too young to die. We were too young to lose him. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but Dr. Redliner said it best, Sue. I never thought of it that way, but he said this is another epidemic. I mean, think about the polio, name disease. We eradicated it because people trusted medicine. They just said, line up, let me get my sugar cube. Let me, you know, we eradicated it. This is this this epidemic we have now is because of Trump and stupidity. Yes, that that people are like vaccine, and now here we go. We're going to have variants forever. Can I give you one other example? Yeah. We got the original shingle shot back when, because we're just older Americans at yeah. this point. Then they came out with the new improved two shot. We didn't say, oh, we had it already, so we don't have to do it again. We went and got the double shot, yeah. because, you know, two yeah. months apart or whatever it was. Right. We get the pneumonia shot. I don't want to die from a preventable disease. Yeah. I don't know what my days are going to be like, but I'm going to be here as long as I can harassing right-wing moronic fools and traitors like John. Um, and Chris, I, I, if I can switch gears one minute, I do want to say, besides the fact that you're always wrong. <laughs> We're all very tender I before the holidays. Be gentle. <laughs> okay, no, no, let me just read what John, I was just posting this. John Marshall, uh, the great Supreme Court Justice, said, hey, he said, I am so sorry. Here, I got it. Um, John, he said, in U.S. versus Burr, Aaron Burr, he said, if a body of men be actually assembled in order to effect by force a treasonable purpose, all those who perform any part, however minute, and who are actually leagued in the general conspiracy are traitors. There you go. Yeah. So, I'll right, but you, but you, but there. but right, but you still have to be convicted of the crime of being a traitor. This is what he voted for to convict. This is why. Right. And and again, by definition of what, okay. for since but, but, 1807, and that's what they love to right, do. Sure. Go back to these. You you can't just point at someone and say you're a traitor, and that doesn't make him a traitor. But you that's know. not what they did. I mean, I, there was legal reasoning. Well, I get, I, I, too, I think what Chris is saying, it's not like what he wants or what he, it's just it what isn't he what thinks. I want. It's what right. he thinks, no, 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 you know, not, it might like, happen. It's like, John, it's like John yeah. Schneider pointing at Joe Biden and saying, you're a traitor, you need to be executed. Yeah. No, that doesn't make it so. Yeah, but with Trump, what they're Everyone saying is there's a preponderance of legal opinion. evidence that several, now right. more than one judge has ruled is insurrection. But, you know, we, that being said, we'll see. Obviously, I don't think any of us are confident what's going to happen at the Supreme Court because, um Okay, I just love that everyone, the one thing everyone agrees on is, of course, Justice Thomas won't recuse himself. No, of course not. Of course not. No, because, uh, yes. be silly. All right, 50 minutes after the hour. Oh, Dana Goldberg uh, had to cancel, but Dean Obadala, fine American, has stepped into the fray. We have so much to talk to him about, not just the Colorado mm-hmm. thing because he's a lawyer, but we, I, I, wanted to, I, I need to have a fuller discussion. <laughs> I have to stop asking people about the Middle East with a minute to go. <laughs> we traded the Jew for the Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You see, it was, it's a two-comedian solution. Yes, exactly. <laughs> taking back the flag, taking back America, and all before breakfast. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Fifty 
seven minutes after the hour, Dana Goldberg had to get a root canal. Send her some love and light. Yes, that's not fun. She tweeted, uh, Alex Jones said that lesbians are torturing women and eating their brains. Uh, Alex, that's not what we eat. <laughs> Dana Louise Goldberg. I mean, I mean, where's the lie? She is a scamp. All right, and we will hopefully she will have a, a yes. merry Christmas holiday Kwanzaa. We will see her in the uh, new year. Send her some love and light, yes, please. All right, uh, Dean Obadala, who is just a fine American, yeah. has uh, st- we t- we talked off air yesterday. Mm-hmm. Wanted to be able to have like a, a more a fuller conversation about the Middle East, but also get his lawyer's view on uh, Colorado and our whole yeah. family food fight this morning. <laughs> Fifty-eight minutes after the hour, Dean Obadala next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. You know, I was raised, as you know, a child of parents who were active in the civil rights movement. And I was raised knowing that there will be some people who will use their voice in a way that is meant to dehumanize, um, meant to suggest that the vast majority of us don't have anything in common when in fact the vast majority of us have more in common than what separates us. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Vice President Harris, for this fantastic setup for our very, very dear friend who I pester endlessly off air and on air and who has graciously agreed to step in for uh, Dana Goldberg, who's presently having a root canal. Right. Yes, where's the... Oh, you didn't get the... Okay, hang on. All right. Here he comes. Yes, it's Dina Bautala. Yes, it's Dina Bautala. Dina Bautala. <laughs> Hello, fine American Dino Bautala. How are you? Good. You know, I went to the dentist yesterday. As I told you, I was going. I know. I had no cavities, Dana. I take care of my teeth, so there's no root canal <laughs> in my future. So that's why I'm here. Floss daily, brush for two minutes at a time, two or three times a day. I've been listening to them, and I've reduced the cavities because they, whenever they go, yeah. you have a cavity. They go, what do you need a new car? Yeah. Because I never believe them. Because my mom, who's Sicilian, like they, they just want money, Dean. That's what it's about. I go. So, Four out of five dentists agree. The Stephanie Miller Show is the best show to promote dental health. <laughs> so, so sorry, Dean. I hope you're okay. Yeah. But floss more often. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're like woman. Leave me alone. I literally uh, called Dean before the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yesterday it was uh, because you know, Dean. I was saying it just. You and I were talking off air about just this. Really, is so emotional and so even different than anything you've seen as someone. Palestinian American who has relatives there it's just this is different and it is the politics are scrambled there's so much emotion and I truly wanted to understand it better which is why I called you because you know this is the problem I was saying with asking someone about the Middle East and you're like all right hard break we only have a minute (laughs) this has been going on for you know 11 billion years but uh talk a little bit about you during the break you were talking about having a young activist on your show last night the fabulous Dino Badala show right here on Sirius XM Progress I had on Aiden Cohen Murphy he's the founder of Gen Z for Change he's a sophomore at Harvard um and we were just talking about what are the issues of, of great concern to young people. And he said, number one, that he wanted Biden to address in 2024 or now is 
ceasefire in Gaza. Mm. And it really took me back because I didn't expect that. And he was talking about he's Jewish. He's proud to be Jewish. But he said being Jewish and seeing what's going on in Gaza is heartbreaking. We need yeah. a ceasefire. Then he's about fossil fuels and reproductive freedom. But I didn't tell him. I didn't talk about being Palestinian yeah. or anything. I had never met the young guy before. We were just talking about the issues. And I also asked him about where do younger people learn about this? I mean, New York Times poll two days ago, three quarters of young people, 18 to 29, disapprove of the way Biden's handling it. He said TikTok is part of it. Part of it is that they see other things on Instagram, Facebook, and also the younger generation is far more diverse. Yeah. I was the Palestinian person in New Jersey growing up. Now there are tons <laughs> of Dino Bidalas. There are. The younger generation is You so filled the quota, just, so the one, just the one guy. Right. There's more diversity, so they learn about it very firsthand. There's alliances between other genera- other groups of, of color, other marginalized communities that yeah. was not there a long time ago. So yeah, you can block TikTok. Younger people are still going to learn about these things. They learn about it firsthand from, from stories. But what they learn from peer-to-peer on TikTok and social media is much more persuasive. They, yeah. He told me, we don't watch cable news. Yeah, he goes, me and my friends never, and they're very politically active, because we don't watch cable news. They'll read articles and they'll go to social media. Yeah. Well, and you were also saying even some conservative Democrats are urging Biden now for, for a ceasefire. And I mean, you know, Biden, I think to his credit, is speaking out about, uh, you know, Israel's response and, uh, you know, trying to, I, I, Dean, I asked you this, like, honestly, I just don't know. You know, I talked to everybody, right? Intelligence experts, military experts, you know, I, I, we had Ben Gleban, who's your friend, you know, who's really Israeli American. You're obviously Palestinian American. It's, it's just so heartbreaking. You know, when you brought up a young person, I thought that was one of the things you and I talked about that I was so heartbroken that a lot of these uh, Israeli kids that were slaughtered on the seventh were the peaceniks. They were the young people there, you know, and now they're going, well, there's no more doves in Israel now after October 7th. You know, I mean, Netanyahu's despicable and not for a two-state solution. So that's no partner for peace. But now, you know, like you were saying in polling, Israelis don't want a two-state solution now after October 7th. And it's... It's dropped to its lowest support. It already had dropped below 50%. The highest support for a two-state solution, and there was polling going on both in the Palestinian territories and in Israel, more in the the mid-2000s, you had around 55, 60% of both people who said they would support some form of two-state solution. I don't think there's an appetite on either people right now no. for a two-state solution. At some point, something, you know, as I said to you, Stephanie, anyone who's followed this conflict, you can go back two years ago and we're having the same conversation. Yeah. Go back two years before that. It is periods of, of violence and then calm for two years and it's ignored. And what happens at time of ignored that the Palestinians who live in Gaza live in their open air prison. In the West Bank, where my family lives, there's more and more settlements built. The, yeah. the facts on the ground are changing, and no one's paying attention. And you have now an uptick in the last year in settler violence in the West Bank, where yeah. President Biden, a few weeks ago, said we're going to revoke, we're not going to give visas yeah. to these settlers who yeah. are not U.S. citizens who want to come here. Good. And finally, people are seeing that going on. Yeah. You know, my grandmother's land in the West Bank decades ago was stolen by settlers. These people think that yeah. God told them it's their land, and yeah. my grandmother was not Jewish, she was Muslim. They took her land, not yeah. just hers. It wasn't like, you, I want your land. There's a whole bunch of Palestinians in the West Bank. Dean, you can have my land. I just settlement. want you to know. Right. You so, can have it. So that, we'll do <laughs> If it will help. Peace. This is radio airtime for peace. There are our dead, you know, the, the Israelis who were killed, the 1,200 plus, horrific. But let's not lose fact, uh, side of the fact that over 7,000 Palestinian children have been killed already, and you can't even do the math. It makes no sense. There are 2 million people. We're, 100, we're 300 million. Yeah. 
if you multiply that by 150, you're talking about millions of children yeah. that would have been killed well, in we, America. We, so it doesn't make sense, yeah. those numbers. It's just heartbreaking. It, it is. You, you, and I, you and I talked about, you know, just because we did the math, you know, we're obviously 330 million people. Israel's what, 9 million something? 9 million. Yeah. yeah. So it is the equivalent of 40,000 Americans being beheaded, oh gang God. raped, killed, tortured in, in one day. In one day. Right. So you can imagine what we would say if the world told us, oh, now cease fire and be proportional and whatever. I, and so I asked you, really, truly, because I'm an idiot, A, and B, I, I just, what does Israel do? Like, what, what should they do, in your opinion, just from your, like, what do you do when you have terrorists like Hamas that embed with civilians? Because I agree with you that, that this is heartbreaking, the amount of Palestinians that are dying, but I don't. I, I honestly want to know what do you think Israelis should do and also what should Biden do in, in your Look, I, I'd rather speak for what I would like President Biden to do. I, I have no advice from Netanyahu, nor would he take any because I'm yeah. Arab and he yeah. doesn't view us as fully developed human beings. Netanyahu, he does not. He's a racist and yeah. a bigot. Yeah. His administration has Agreed. a guy named Itamar Ben-Gavir who is anti-Christian and anti-Muslim. He is known in the Israeli papers as a Jewish supremacist, just like we have white supremacists. That's in the coalition. So Netanyahu, he's got to go. A new coalition will be formed. And perhaps then they'll actually have peace talks, some kind of lasting peace. How that's going to look, I have no idea. Yeah. I've long been about two states. I still would love to see Palestinians. Well, what does Israel do state. militarily? Israel. How, how would you, pro- how, what do you do? Look, I'm not a military expert. What I can yeah. tell you is that what we're seeing, the world is seeing. And while America's tuned out a little bit, Europe and younger people have not. Yeah. And they're seeing images of a devastation. This is, people can defend what happened in Gaza. That's your choice. But you can't deny the facts. You can't deny that over 60 to 70% of the population has been displaced by the Israeli military. That's collective punishment. That's a violation of international law. If you want to defend that, you can. Just don't yeah. debate the facts. That's the fact. Killing 7,000 children, 70% of 20%, the 70 20,000 have been killed now, just looked it up, NBC News. Yeah. 70% are women and children. Even though those numbers are slightly inflated or deflated, we won't know. Yeah. Um, that is, that's what's happened. And people, if you want to defend that, that's your choice to defend that. But the numbers of Americans defending that are dropping. Queen of the Act yeah. yesterday showed American support for Israel overall is dropping. Yeah. If you're a supporter of Israel, this is not helping you in the big picture. That's my, that's yeah. another big point. This is, they've, they've look, they've degraded the ability of, of Hamas. This has been almost a two-month war yeah. going on. They've been able, we can suffocate Hamas in terms of funding and make it really hard for them to get any money from Iran, yeah. through Qatar, through anyone. That's part of it. And then empower Palestinians there to be masters of their own destiny. Because this idea that, oh, Hamas is, is hiding among is Palestinian civilians, they can't leave. This has been an open air prison yeah. for since yeah. 2007. It's not like but hey, they summer in the yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. But what do you fight in Gaza? What do you make this of is, them saying? You know, I know they haven't had an election in 17 years, but that if there was one, you know, the experts are saying Hamas would win because the Palestinians don't feel like they have any choice. There's no other option. Like, well, so isn't Maybe. that part of? I, I don't know, but those things to me, I'd like to see a ceasefire. Then yeah. negotiations to get the hostages out. Yeah. And that should be part of it. The hostages should be released. The hostages should have never been taken. October 7th should have never happened. It's yeah. horrific. There's yeah. no but. There's no context. That was a horrific terrorist attack. Period. And I want people to say the same thing when we talk about Palestinians dying. There's no context. There's no, oh, those 7,000 children deserve to die. Or as Chris Hayes talked about two days on the show, 
an Israeli sniper killed two Christians in a church. The Vatican put out a statement denouncing it. Why that's not more headline news in America is beyond me. And that's the second time the Israeli military has targeted a church. They, they targeted a Catholic church with Justin Amash, the former congressman, mm-hmm. Republican. His family was killed there. And that was a month and a half ago. And they'll say, well, Hamas was in the area. Well, Hamas is everywhere. That doesn't justify you doing that. Yeah. And people have lost, I, I think there's been a loss of morality and it's been heartbreaking. This war has gone on longer than any of these conflicts, by the way, too. Yeah. The, the worst one was 2015. That was about 50 days. Yeah. We are now on the verge of 80 days of a war here. Yeah, yeah. No, you were saying, and you know, obviously know the history a lot better than I do, that this is the worst you've ever seen it. I mean, it, it's... By far. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's what just feels so hopeless and sad to me, is just, as you say, I agree with everything you say about uh, Netanyahu, you know, and... Horrible, horrible. And... and yeah, and it's all connected, you know, because even Israelis think that, that, you know, is his, you know, whatever, supporting his violent Israeli settlers on the West Bank, he's the one, I mean, can you imagine that this happened on his, he, his whole rationale for being elected is to keep Israelis secure, you know, he had the intelligence for a year and missed it and, you know, took eight hours while people were being beheaded and gamed, gang raped for, I mean, it just, the whole thing is, is, uh, no one. Yeah. That's and that's another issue that they're going to have to go through in Israel. And they're going to ask a lot of questions about that, and and that'll be after the fact. Look, they're negotiating right now, literally in the UN, not far from where I live, to try to have a UN Security Council resolution that the US won't veto, which means Israel is being consulted to have some kind of terms for for a, a pause or a longer term ceasefire. At some point, there'll be a ceasefire. Right? Yeah. We all know that. Yeah. The question is, what happens after that? And I would submit nothing's going to happen. There's not going to be an establishment of Palestinian state. There'll be some humanitarian aid. And then the world will forget about it when it's calm. And the next time we'll have these conversations yeah. in two years when there's another spike in violence. Yeah. That, I've been having these all my life. This is all that happened. This is the, the soundtrack of my life. And Dean, I, I, people I love personally, like you and like Ben Glebe, you know, who's an Israel. I, I understand your emotion and passion, both of you, around this and having, you know, family over there. And, and you know, I was saying I have, you know, a very dear friend, one of my best friends here who's Jewish and not at all political and not not really religious. But after, I mean, unfortunately, October 7th, I think, did change things. You know, I've never seen, I'm like, he's yeah. just like, you know, yeah. it, you know, and, and I, and I a, make Hamas, yeah. you know, uh, decimate them because it just did. And it, I have uh, a really good friend who's from Lebanon who hasn't been political a day in yeah. his life. And all of a sudden he started posting about genocide Joe Biden. You know, it's, yeah. it's yeah. done something to people. Yeah. Well, and you have Bernie, you have Bernie saying, saying you can't exactly. have it. You can't have a ceasefire while Hamas is in charge. Right. And, you know, okay, then you have I, I mean, it's it's the politics is, you know, it's sort of as scrambled as everyone's emotions about all this, I think, Dean. And, yeah, go the, ahead. I, I'm going to do something odd. I'm going to quote an Israeli general, Moshe Dayan, mm-hmm. who said, if you want peace, you don't talk to your friends, you talk to your enemies. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. the reality is they have no choice but to talk. The reality is both Israelis and Palestinians, and there's almost, just so people know, we go through the history, 1947, 1948, 67, 73, I can go through all that. That means yeah. nothing. Right now, there's almost an equal number of Arabs, of Christians and Muslims, yeah. and Israeli Jews living in that, from the river to the sea, together. Almost the same number, about eight, nine millions, about eight million. Nobody's driving anyone out. No one's driving anyone to the ocean, to the sea. No one's ethnically cleansing them. No one's going to exterminate them. That's not going to happen. They're going to have to live together. Yeah. And the question is, what form will that take? 
Will it be two states? Will it be a binational yeah. state? Will it be a federation? Will it be an EU? Or will it be generations of Palestinians living under occupation and oppression, no fundamental rights, and spikes of violence that calm, violence and calm? That's those are the options. Like we've got to come to some lasting just peace, yeah. or we live through this and have this conversation every two years in between talking about Donald Trump. Yeah. But see, that's why I so, I, I so appreciate, you know, your voice and Ben Glebes and people that are, uh, oh God, where I'm going long again, but we, we have you for another segment. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's never yeah. enough time to talk to you. But no, and also Jenk Uger, we were saying, we appreciate him saying, stop saying from the river to the sea. It's very hurtful to our Jewish friends. Right. And he's Muslim. You know, like, I think there's voices like yours that are really, um, you know, I, I think look, it's the only chance we have to try. This is my family. I, yeah. I have, this is not political. I am here to, I have long worked. My friend yeah. Scott Blake, when he did the show Stand Up for Peace, he's Jewish. I'm Arab. We've done it in, co- in colleges and synagogues and temples and, and mosques for years. Not as busy now. but And the whole thing is bringing people together because we want it to change for the better. We want yeah. both Israeli and Palestinians to live their full life. We got we got a break one more, but we're gonna I want to get your reaction to all the what the right wing is saying mm-hmm. about <laughs> the Middle East and Gaza. And then also let's end on happy news about the Colorado thing and maybe Trump going to prison. Yeah. If we have time. Okay. Red, white, and Steph. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Give me an inch, I'll take a mile. Dean Obadala will stay for a little bit longer. <laughs> So, hostage situation. Because <laughs> yeah, we have a uh, Dean It is a hostage situation. Um, Dean, so let me just, I know we have a quick uh, segment here, but I was saying, you, know, we, you and I talked about, I get that, you know, some people are critical of how Biden is handling this. I think it's a, clearly a horribly difficult situation. And I you agree. contrast it to Trump, you know, and his Muslim ban and the Republican that put forward the bill about a- expelling every Palestinian, which includes you, by the way, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that's currently in America. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you have what is it? Michelle Bachman saying the whole Gaza, everyone needs they all need to be cleansed and I don't know, dropped in Iran or something. Nikki Haley yes, saying we don't take no, we any don't. any we shouldn't take any refugees. How do you, I mean, isn't there a pretty, a huge contrast between the right wing and, and, yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, there is. And I think the argument that Biden, while flawed in the approach that many of us see, uh, compared to Trump, different worlds. Yeah. It's, it's a whole different but level. the whole party, so Biden, that's what I mean, not just right, Trump. It's, so, but I think that argument's more for next year when we're closer to the election, yeah. to be honest. Right now, we just have the wars going on. So you have Democrats like today, as many... Democratic Congressman Seth Moulton, Mikey Sherrill, uh, Jason Crow, they're moderate Democrats, all military veterans and others sent a letter to Biden saying, you've got to change, you've got to pressure Israel to change the approach. So you even have moderate Democrats now, not just the progressive wing, saying this. So I think that's the first thing. I think later down the road, then Biden can also do things in terms of policy, investing more in humanitarian aid for the Palestinians, using the pressure of the United States. I want to ask you what you do about Hamas stealing it, about Hamas stealing the aid. See, I I have to, I have to keep talking. And then we didn't even got into the happy news yet. (laughs) Right. Hamas. Hard break, hard break. More Dino Badala. We'll answer that next. I would interpret it, I think, then as I do now, which it is is language that is meant to divide us. Um, It is language that I think...
people have rightly found similar to the language of Hitler. And I think it's just critically important that we remind each other, including our children, that the true measure of the strength of a leader is based not on who they beat down, but who they lift up. Yep. Oh, I love her. Mm-hmm. Vice President Harris. Dean Obadala is still here. Have we? Have they thought about cute puppies for solving the Middle East? Dean, have we oh, thought about bringing cute Stephanie's dogs? Stephanie's holding her dog. It's an adorable dog. I think that would be puppies for everyone. Puppies for peace. I like it. <laughs> By the way, the whole thing with the yeah. Trump quoting Hitler, I love when Republicans were asked, what's your reaction? They go, those are not the words I would have chosen. And I wish the reporter would have said, so what words of Hitler do you prefer to use? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. What's your favorite Hitler expression? Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Instead, like, they just let them off the hook. Well, those are not the words. Yeah. You see the new poll in Iowa? 42% of Republicans say they like Trump more now because he quoted <sighs> Hitler. And only less than 30% say they like him less. This is, we are dealing yeah. with a yeah. fact. We can all agree on this, everyone listening that MAGA is a fascist movement that is now closer and closer to a modern-day Nazi movement. I saw a poll this morning saying that 38% of Republicans like it when Trump breaks the law. Um, yep. Dear Jesus. <laughs> Dean, I, this, okay, is, game over. this is my point. Is We can have you know quibbles over how Biden is or isn't handling the Middle East, this, that, but I right. keep saying, Dean, no matter who you hate, whether it's Jews or Muslims, the Republican Party and Trump, that's the party for you. I mean, I I was talking about exactly. the, yeah the right wing rhetoric around uh, Muslims and Palestinians and uh, but I, I, the question I asked for the break I wanted to get to you to answer is again part of this to me it seems like intractable problem is we send aid and then Hamas steals it right how, how what do you do about that I get that guards with the aids I mean the yeah. only people that are military movement there are Hamas right it's not like weapons yeah. have been coming in for the average person there that doesn't get in so. Hamas has, they hoard the weapons. They are a deadly terrorist gang and they are stealing some aid from people. And, and it's horrific. And, and that's, I mean, that's, that's a smaller part of a bigger problem. But look, it says, there are people like, why doesn't people of Gaza rise up against Hamas? Well, do you want to give them weapons? Because Israel is not letting weapons in. These yeah. guys smuggle the weapons in. Yeah. And so they're the only one with the weapons. Then an Islamic Jihad, a, a, fr- a smaller group there yeah. in, in Gaza, I'm sure they have weapons. The average yeah. person, just trying to live their life. Can I just tell you how magical that moment was as we were talking about if peace will ever come to the Middle East and I said puppies could solve it. She, Clyde just put his hand on her and she went and almost bit off his uh, arm. So that's pretty much the Middle East is summed up. There was We were doing a canine version of what right. Dean was talking about. No, it will never. No. Depends, depends on the breed. Depends on the breed. Poodles for peace? No. I don't, I'm not a big fan yeah. of poodles. Yeah, we need there a other dogs. Labradors, Labradors. I was thinking I could do pups. another sexy liberal offshoot tour with you and Ben Glebe and bring the puppies. I don't know. We'll do we can throw a two breed solution. Yes. 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 <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, Dean, let's get to happier news for a moment, shall we? Uh, so sure. what is your take as a lawyer? Because I always make you mm-hmm. switch caps uh, on the Colorado ruling and what's, you know, is or isn't going to happen at the Supreme Court and yada, yada. Greatest decision ever. It's that simple. It is perfect. <laughs> yes. Look, this, I love the, the Trump campaign and his surrogates said, this is undemocratic. No, this is called upholding the United States Constitution. Yeah. That undemocratic is attempting a coup and inciting the January 6th mm-hmm. insurrection and engaging the insurrection. Mm-hmm. That's undemocratic. This is literally upholding the Constitution. And does it make some people uncomfortable? Sure. I'm sure Brown versus Board of Education made many people uncomfortable. 
I'm sure Loving versus Virginia in 1968 that said you have to get rid of laws that made it a crime for blacks and whites to get married made some people uncomfortable. In upholding the Constitution does make some people uncomfortable. They are upholding it. What the Supreme Court will do is a different question. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's zero shot the Supreme Court upholds it. I, I think it's a lesser shot. But there's a teeny chance Gorsuch and maybe and Roberts join yeah. and they go, this is the intention of the 14th Amendment. This is the real history of it. We're going to be true to this. Yeah. And part of them want to get rid of Donald Trump because he's a threat to them as an institution. This, this as well. was brought, brought by Republicans. Mm-hmm. You know, we, they keep screaming deep state and Biden and Democrats. This was brought by Colorado Republicans. And I was saying very much know, so. Yeah. You know, privately, they're cheering for this probably more than we are. I mean, they, you know, but they, they're trying to get rid of him without pissing off his crazy base, right? And you have Ron DeSantis literally lying, saying yesterday, there was no trial. This is ridiculous. Yes, there was a full trial in Colorado for a week. Trump's lawyers were involved. They call witnesses like Cash Patel and Amy Kramer. They call expert witnesses. They introduce evidence. They cross-examine all the witnesses. That's what's called due process. That is consistent with our Constitution. And he lost. I mean, he actually won in that case on yeah. not being disqualified, but he lost on engaging in insurrection. Look, Democrats have a great case to talk about Donald Trump engaging in insurrection. That's not going to move the MAGA base, but people in the middle, you hope that it moves them to say, look, this January 6th, Donald J. Trump production from beginning to end. There's no debating it. And that's what was so great about the opinion. They said Trump, he contemplated and he said it into action. They yeah. use those words. It's really a remarkable decision. I really enjoy yeah. I liked it very much. Yeah. Well, you know, as we say, like, you know, hopefully we will sort all our differences as we get into election year, Dean, because it, it just, yeah. to me, I'm like, he's running on the same hate he ran on the last time, right? Same racism, racism, and even bigger Muslim ban. He said, "Yeah, yeah, it's it's like you know, yep. uh, our friend Rob Reiner is about to start Spinal Tap too. This is like he's just but turned up to eleven. Same <laughs> hate yeah. he ran on yeah. last time turned up to eleven, <laughs> and it, and it's literally not hyperbole to say this could be the end of our democracy. I mean, that's really the the you know, uh, well, democracy know versus fascism is really the choice." Right. It's not Trump versus Biden. It's Trump versus democracy. It's Trump versus reproductive freedom. Yeah. It's Trump versus academic freedom. It's Trump versus freedom of speech. Yeah. I mean, that's what the election in 2024. And yeah. look, those are the arguments on, you know, you go back to the Middle East, people upset with Biden now. Those are the arguments next fall to make to people on the bigger issues. And there's a lot of time between now and then. Yeah. At the same time, I think it's important that people have an issue with the president on any issue. They should speak about it. It's fossil fuels, climate change, whatever. That's how we move the people we have elected. Yeah. The Republicans are not silent in the base when they don't like something. It's we're not being less dem- Democrats by pushing yeah. our president one way or the other. We it's yeah. up to the president to choose what they're gonna the do. Good thing is I could talk to you forever and as we've said, the Muslims will be next to the lesbians in Trump's internment camps, so I will we'll just continue talking <laughs> through the fence. Yeah. Know, we great. won't have a radio show anymore, but we'll okay. I love you, Dean Obadala. Listen. Love you too. Thanks. Happy New Year. Happy you New too. Year, Dean. Bye. Yay. Thank you. Listen to Dean right here on Serious XM Progress. Yay. Okay, Leslie Longbeach has been holding so long, and yep. I wanted to get her on. She's responding to Jan, who was uh, driving up to transit from Amherst. Jan from Amherst. Yeah. Oh, you, and, you, anyway, you, know, you know, guys, go ahead. I hope that person is still listening. It's a good thing I sat on hold for oh, a while. He because hate listens. I was, he, he hate listens. listens. He's been hate listening for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So... I've talked to you guys about this before. The va- yeah. vaccines and the lack thereof has directly affected yeah. my Your family. Your sister. I had a cousin who... Yeah. Well, yeah. So, it, most recently, my sister um, 
But years ago, I had a cousin who passed away of the measles before I was ever born. And, you know, he was the first cousin, never got to meet him. There was no vaccine for measles. My aunt got polio right Mm. before there was a vaccine and was a paraplegic the rest of her life. And polio still killed her because she got post-polio syndrome towards the end of her life. And it was an awful way to see her pass away. Fast forward to my sister last year when she I was called from the emergency room doctor's Uh, They called me up, you know, she was almost comatose and in terrible shape, and they said, you know, she's got COVID. They said, well, do you want us to take all uh, life-saving measures? And I said, well, of course, and I will tell you that as soon as I told the ER doctor that called me that she was vaccinated, his attitude completely changed. Of course. Because he went from all we can do is give her steroids and keep her comfortable to, okay, that's going to completely change our course of action here and even though she had a long road as you guys know nine months in the hospital she survived yeah 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 you know so when i hear you know people like that guy it just frustrates it's infuriating i mean it's what dr doom said we have chosen this epidemic of stupidity we have another epidemic on top of covid like you said polio measles what gone because we didn't have this stupidity, you know, and now it, it's 100%. just, yeah, it's uh, like uh, basically because we yeah. had somebody, we had somebody in office who could only see it through the lens of how he was being affected. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. All uh, right. You guys are always worth the wait, I Aww. assure you. <laughs> Thank you, Leslie. All right. Thanks for hanging on, honey. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry, we had a lot, big, lots of guests. Sorry. Yes. And, uh, but yeah, I remember the story of Leslie's sister and it's just, I, I just can't believe we have to keep going over this basic science that we all learned, whatever. No, natural immunity is not better. It's not better than vaccine. Vaccine keeps you from being hospitalized or dying like uh, Leslie's sister. I mean, that's that's a, 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 you know, a great story about the doctors immediately went, oh, if she's vaccinated, she has a chance to live. Otherwise, her point is they would be like... She's not going to live, right? right? That right. That's the whole point. No one said vaccine prevents you from getting it. What do you not understand about Science 101? Mm-hmm. I, and I'm an idiot. You remember my eighth grade science fair. I mean, I oh, the- grew shrimp with a light bulb, and the light bulb went out the night before, and they all died, and I just stirred them up so they looked like they were swimming. So I basically cheated on my eighth grade science fair. Did what do notice? I know? Did but even notice? I know. Did they notice? That you just stirred it up. And no. that they weren't Nuns alive. are not that pers- perceptive. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. I don't know that I trust a nun to teach science. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just, just me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look how intelligently designed these shrimp are. <laughs> right. <laughs> look how active. Fresh Republican outrage. You keep listening, she'll make more. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Uh, Billy in Austin, Texas. Hello, Billy. Hi, Stephanie. Um, may um, oh boy, may God's love and the peace of His Holy Spirit be with you and your staff. Thank you. Thank you. This Christmas and always. Thank you very Thank much, you. Billy. This atheist appreciates it. Yes. That's very sweet. The, this, that godless communist appreciates <laughs> your thoughts yes. and prayers. That's right. it. Oh, oh okay. that was wow. All right. Wow. Was Merry that that Christmas. Billy? That was very... It kind of sounded like that Billy. It huh. did. A little right? bit. Huh. 
I think he just wanted to. It also sounds like something he just Billy wanted would to say. stick baby Jesus in your face. I think that was what that was about. I, he wanted to. Snick, I appreciate it. No, he wanted to stick the baby Jesus up it's, your snoot. I don't get into. Fi- I'm not an. No. I'm not an evangelical atheist. Right. You know, whatever gets you through, great. Yeah. You know, I think he thought that would, gets me through. I think exactly. he thought that would piss you off. Okay. Nice try, Billy. Nice try. I'm not, I'm okay. not triggered, Billy. No. I'm, we're not easily triggered, MAGA snowflakes. No. Okay. One last Vice President Harris uh, from last night. Sadly, I think that there is something perverse that has happened in our country over the last many years, which is to suggest that strength looks like a bully when, in fact, the, the real character of a leader is someone who has empathy, who has some level of concern and care for the suffering of other people and then does something to alleviate that suffering. Yeah. Amen. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Harlow in Idaho. You're on The Stephanie Miller Show. Welcome. I forgot about the conviction of the lower court before it went to the Supreme Court of Colorado, right. too. Yeah. But the, the, the Section 3 does not Required. mandate a conviction. There were... Con- um, that's correct. No, that's the correct. Civil war happened. The, the Civil War happened, and they gave amnesty when they surrendered. But Confederate generals, soldiers ran for office, the VP of the Confederacy ran for office, one office, got to Washington and said, and we're told, we're not going to swear you in because you broke your oath. You broke your oath to the Constitution to protect the Constitution. Therefore, you're uneligible for office. Ineligible, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I yes, Chris. Who said the reality is we're facing a situation never seen before in the United States? A shameless insurrectionist is running for president while under 91 felony indictments. To add to this historic situation, the Colorado Supreme Court on Tuesday banned Trump from appearing on the state's Republican presidential primary ballot. The 4-3 decision follows the clear language of the Constitution's 14th Amendment, barring those quote who have engaged in insurrection from running for office. Who said that? Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. Was a very long and very wrong answer. No, that was uh, legal expert Amanda uh, Marcotte. Okay, writing for uh, Salon. So we shall see. Oh, uh, wishing love and healing light to uh, Dana Goldberg and her little tooths. She had an emergency. Send her some teeth. I'll send her some teeth. (laughs) She had an emergency root canal. Um, But here's something she can watch while she's recovering. There's a Hallmark, a husband, a holiday <laughs> film. Uh-huh. Uh, Friends and Family Christmas premiered on the uh, Hallmark Channel. It uh, features a pair of big city workaholics. Isn't that the description of, of every, every Hallmark? Yes. <laughs> right. yes. So that's, see, lesbians were exactly the same. <laughs> every, that's, I feel like that's the progress. Is it's the same, I feel like it's all the same actors too. Have you watched they Hallmark movies? They are all movies? the same actors. They're all the same, it's all the same storyline. It's just, okay. I, I think it was, I think the Washington Post yesterday did, uh, did an interview with three of the main guys that are in all of those movies. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. it's a great gig. Of we love it. it is. That's a great it's, gig. It's steady work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are set up on a blind date by their families after agreeing to pretend to date to get their loved ones off their backs. The two ladies actually fall in love for for real against the backdrop of a snowy mistletoe-strewn winter wonderland. Uh-huh. Exactly like every other Hallmark or Lifetime movie yep. ever written. That's how I got sucked into paying for Hulu because of the Kristen Stewart lezzy holiday rom-com last year. Didn't you like it, though? Yes. Yeah. Okay, then. Well, yeah, now I'm paying Hulu every month. Well, now you can watch The Handmaid's Tale anytime you want. Yes, now you can. (laughs) 
2019, LGBTQ Nation published an essay urging networks like Hallmark and Lifetime to include more diversity in their holiday programming, leading one conservative website to concoct a dubious petition opposing LGBT inclusion in made-for-TV Christmas movies. And haha, we get to play in your reindeer games now. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Hallmark. From now on, gang, we won't let Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Homophobic. What was that, Blixen? He's a homophobe. Okay. Rudy Giuliani, as I mentioned earlier, has been ordered to begin paying the $148 million he owes to two Georgia election workers. Uh, they cited The uh, court sided with the workers who argued Giuliani would uh, uh, not have to... Uh, who, uh, hmm, who argued Giuliani would not have the money to pay them when the 30-day stay on the payouts was lifted. So there's no longer they no longer have the 30-day stay that would have delayed his payments. Um, they said Freeman Amos said Giuliani had already proven himself unwilling and uncooperative litigant, arguing in addition to his financial situation, there's a risk he'd use the 30 days to alienate or dissipate what assets are available to satisfy even a small portion of the $150 million. Yes, of course. Because he and Trump and all of these mother think they're above the law and they don't ever uh, have to pay or have to see any form of justice. Um, This one, I I just, so obvious. We mentioned it earlier, but Trump told the U.S. Supreme Court that there's no need to expedite proceedings in the criminal case based on his coup attempt, but failed to mention he would have the power to end prosecutions right. if he became president, which yep. is clearly why he's delaying. The case involving charges the respondent thought to thwart the, uh, thwart the peaceful transfer of power through violations of federal criminal law is at the apex of public importance, Jack Smith wrote. So uh, Trump has till 4 p.m. Wednesday, yeah. right, to uh, uh, respond to Smith's request. So we shall see if justice is coming. Okay, that's it for us. Tomorrow, last day before vacation, Fugelsang, Frangela, Barb McQuaid. Yep. We'll see you then.